Hi and welcome to Captivating Crimes. This time the episode is on Casey Anthony. Right, so this episode I'm doing on Casey Anthony. Uh, Casey Anthony became infamous because of the death of her two-year-old daughter. And hated. Not just in the US. But in the UK. And anywhere that you could think of. And I'm not surprised. Right. So. Casey and her daughter Kaylee Marie Anthony lived in Orlando, Florida with uh, Casey's mum and dad, George and Cindy Anthony. Now, this little girl went missing. But this isn't the normal run-of-the-mill missing case. Because she wasn't reported missing until 31 days after her grandmother had seen her. And I quote, Cindy, who said she had not seen Kaylee for 31 days and that Casey's car smelled like a dead body had been inside it. Yep. So, not seen Kaylee for 31 days, and Casey, her, uh, Kaylee's mother's car, smells like a dead body's been inside it. Now, Cindy said that Casey had given varied explanations as to Kaylee's whereabouts before finally telling her that she had not seen Kaylee for weeks. So Casey, Kaylee's mother, had not seen her daughter for weeks but still didn't ring the police. Still didn't ring 911. Okay? Well, that already doesn't bode well with me, and it certainly didn't with the police. Now, Casey, when questioned, lied to detectives as she told them that Kaylee had been kidnapped by a nanny on June 9th and that she had been trying to find her too frightened to alert the authorities. Now, the police didn't take that even with a pinch of salt because Casey was charged with first-degree murder of her own daughter in October of 2008 
where she pled not guilty. Now, unfortunately, <coughs> sorry, unfortunately, on the 11th of December 2008, two-year-old Kaylee's skeletal remains were found with a blanket inside a laundry bag in a wooded area near the Anthony family's home. So, Cindy hasn't seen her for 31 days, Katie hasn't seen her for weeks, and yet Kaylee's skeletal remains were found with a blanket inside a laundry bag in a wooded area next to or near the Anthony family's house. This, and it gets worse. If you thought that were bad. Now, I'm quoting again. Investigative reports and trial testimony vary between duct tape being found near the front of the skull and on the mouth of the skull. End quote. Meaning that somebody, and I would uh, bet all of my money that it was Casey, but meaning that somebody put duct tape over a two-year-old girl's mouth to stop her from being able to breathe properly and to stop her from being able to scream for help. Now, I'm quoting again. The medical examiner mentioned duct tape as one reason she determined the death was a homicide, while the cause of death was listed as death by undetermined means. Right, now, I have just one issue with the undetermined means part, and that is that it wasn't undetermined. <coughs> Sorry. And if you're wondering why I'm saying it wasn't undetermined, it's because when her skeletal remains were found, she had duct tape on her mouth. So it was basically suffocation. She couldn't breathe properly, which then took the oxygen away from the brain, uh, which you don't need to be a rocket science to know that your brain needs oxygen. So it took it away from the brain. And in time, that two-year-old girl slowly passed away. And she suffered. She suffered that death. Now, the trial went on from May to July of 2011 
and the prosecution rightly sought the death penalty as they alleged that Casey wished to free herself from parental responsibilities and murdered her daughter by administering chloroform and applying duct tape. Now, if you apply chloroform to an adult, that's enough to knock them out. If you apply chloroform to a child and then apply duct tape, it's enough to kill them, which in this case it did. Right? However, this is brilliant, this. The defence team, led by Jose Bays, countered that the child had drowned accidentally in the family's swimming pool on June 16, 2008, and that George Anthony disposed of the body. If she had drowned in the swimming pool, there would have been no need for duct tape, no need for chloroform, because she was already pissing dead. You don't need duct tape on the mouth of an already dead person, child or adult. If they are dead, you don't need to duct tape their mouths to keep their mouths shut and stop them from breathing. They can't. I'm sorry for my rant, but this one really, really gets under my skin. Now, normally, uh, murders of children have a long, long, long list of suspects, you know, including friends of the family, the family themselves, anyone who um, saw Kaylee a lot, anyone who was with Kaylee a lot, looked after them on their own, yes? Now, sorry, the only pissing suspect for Kaylee Anthony's death was Casey, her own mother. Now, what really pisses me off is this. She was found not guilty of first-degree murder. She was found not guilty on aggravated child abuse. She was found not guilty of aggravated manslaughter of a child. The only thing she was found guilty of was providing false, false sorry, information to law enforcement. Times four. Now, I'm quoting again. Says the not guilty murder verdict was met with public outrage and was both attacked and defended by media and legal commentators. Some complained that the jury misunderstood the, reason, the meaning of reasonable doubt. Public outrage of a US 
trial doesn't normally come to the UK. But in that case it did. And the jury clearly did misunderstand the meaning of reasonable doubt because there was no fucking reasonable doubt there. It was obvious who'd killed her. And it was obvious because even in court, and we've seen them, they showed pictures of Casey having drinks and flirting with every man that had a beating heart and basically putting sex, drinking drugs before her own daughter. Okay? Now, the defence and Casey allowed this. Sorry, two seconds. The defence and Casey allowed this, then stuck up for Casey by saying that George, her father, had sexually abused her when she was a when well, basically when she was younger. Which was all bullshit. And he stands by her to this day. I don't know why he stands by her, because I certainly wouldn't. My child accused me of uh, sexually assaulting her. I wouldn't ever, ever stand by her. Now, The most ridiculous part about this was that the whole family, you know, not just Cindy, not just Casey, not, but the whole family waited 31 days of not seeing Kaylee before they rang 911. 31 days. Within which if she'd have been, if she'd have, basically, if they'd have rang 911 the day that she went missing and they'd have found her earlier, they could have had a chance of saving her. But the point is this Casey didn't want her to be saved because Casey wanted her uh, lifestyle of freedom back. She wanted to be able to go out and get pissed whenever she could, you know, sleep with as many or, you know, sleep with whoever she could or whoever she wanted. She didn't want a child. The boyfriend that she had at the time had made it clear that he was interested in Casey, but not Kaylee. 
And that, I would say, is the catalyst of why Kaylee was murdered. Because something must have clicked in Casey's head that made her think, right, nobody is interested in me and my daughter. So I must get my daughter out of the picture. Now, it's, it, honestly, she is hated in the UK and was the most hated woman in America, in the United States of America, and there's 50 of them, and she was the most hated woman in all of them. And I could see why. She didn't give a shit about her daughter. She didn't give a shit about her mum and dad. All she gave a shit about was drink, drugs, sex. Maybe not in that order, but that is what she wanted. She wanted a boyfriend. But the boyfriend weren't interested in the child, so she decided that the child had to go. Not the boyfriend, the child had to go. It, it, it's just beggar's belief that she got found not guilty. And is literally free. To this day, she has the freedom to walk about the United States of America or anywhere, in fact, because she was found not guilty and acquitted of the major, major crimes. She even tried telling the police that she worked at film studios and when they got to the film studios, security didn't know where she was. Right? But security and the police persevered and they let her in and said, show us your office then, Casey. She didn't have one. So that was yet another lie. Thing is, that lie gets deeper and deeper because her mum and dad really thought that she was working at the film studios and making money. They honestly thought that. Now, it's ridiculous what Casey Anthony got away with. 
And in the UK, there's a program that starts and it says, is it possible to get away with murder? And the answer is yes. Very. In fact, if you're called Casey Anthony, it's very, very easy to get away with murder. You just lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and blame your dad for sexually abusing you when you was young and you get found not guilty on all of the serious charges. Now, I believe that the jury did misunderstand the meaning of reasonable doubt because there was no reasonable doubt. Nothing. No doubt whatsoever. There was no reasonable doubt. It was clear that she killed that child. She's free to walk the USA and beyond and was, you know, the most hated woman in the USA and I'm not surprised. The amount of shit that she came out with, I swear to God, it's just ridiculous. And I'll put it bluntly. I'll put it like this, okay? More shit comes out of Casey Anthony's mouth than a dog's ass. Seriously, it does. And with that, I am going to finish and... Hope you have all enjoyed. Now, if you do search Casey Anthony, don't worry, you will not be short on uh, on things to read about her or, you know, what happened. Just bless that little two-year-old girl who never got to lead her life because her mother was too fucking selfish. Now, I'll leave you with that. Thank you for watching Captivating Crimes. I'll do another episode soon, but for now, stay safe and bye-bye from me.